It's, uh, it's Saturday night at Grid Life Midwest. Hi, Adam. Don't be ridiculous. What's up, babe? <laughs> Adam's playing with the soundboard. Yeah, it's man. been years since we saw the soundboard what, in action. Um... <laughs> Ooh, that's swear word there. Sorry, we're getting spicy. Um, how's uh, how's your day, how's your day been? Abe? It's been busy, man. Yeah, We've I'm had like back to back action, man. Just to and from the tower to the production booth, back and forth. Uh, which one am I looking for? The Turbo Time one? It's Turbo Time. Hang on, what's what's Giles want? Let's talk to him on uh, on the podcast. It's probably not a good idea to talk no. to Giles on the podcast. We're here with Chris, Thanks, grid worker Chris F. I'm. I will probably say your last name wrong. I think it's Francione. It is Francione. Francione. It is Francione. Okay. Um, you do a podcast, and we're, I think, on your podcast right now. Uh, we are doing kind of a dual episode. Um, I host an episode or a show called The Drivers at Large Podcast. Uh, our motto is, uh, or my I guess, whole thing is interesting drivers, interesting cars, interesting stories. And Sorry, there's a phone call there. I didn't mean to, didn't mean oh. to interrupt. Oh, no, no, it's fine. Thank you, you for good? interrupting while you were saying I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> I actually did mean to interrupt. It's my podcast. <laughs> I, I love Chris. Actually, Adam, we're, we're sharing podcasts Chris and his today. Chris and his little minivan. Yeah, so we're going to put this out as both of our podcasts. He just started a podcast. Is it going to be on Tracktune? I don't know. You want to be on Tracktune? Sure. I don't put care. Put out some podcasts. Dude, if anyone's fine, if you guys think I'm interesting enough, put me on Tracktune. Well, be my it. guest. You better do it. Pretty mediocre job, Chris. Well, <laughs> you'll probably have more episodes than Time with Attackers. Yeah. Those guys, I swear. The freaking Canadian. Oh, man. Turbo, the Turbo Time uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger soundbite sound is not on here. Dang it's it. Not, I can't find it. So, anyway. Man. Yeah, what's with Time with Attackers? They're not doing shows. You know, they did six episodes like three years ago. And then they did four or five more was this like, year. Yeah, it was like a couple of years ago, and then this year, and I don't know. They, they, they I don't know cars. what they're going to talk about. They really haven't been attacking much time. No, James Houghton has been attacking time with his race car, his wheel-to-wheel race car. He's missing out uh, to Midwest Festival this weekend. I did miss that car. I would, I would have loved to have the data of that car against all of our other GLTC cars because it's built like 100% differently. Street tires, low drag, you know, high horsepower versus aero. Hoosiers uh, or Hunter Treadwares or whatever. Well, we saw so. Scott Robertson uh, running on street tires in, I think it was race three. He was on Nanking Air Ones, and I think he has the Continentals as well. Okay. Uh, uh, but, sweats, he, but he climbed a lot uh, just by being on the right tire. So did Levi Braun in race four. Yeah. Uh, and I don't remember which street tires he was on, but he was not on Hoosiers. Um, and he went from like back of the pack to P7. So he was the recipient of some some nasty contact in race three. I was sad to see. Yeah, got stuck behind somebody in the in the start. I was right behind him. It's the only race I ran. Um, Chris, did you get a chance to watch a lot of the racing this weekend? Uh, yeah. So from pit lane, uh, specifically race three. Yeah. Uh, me and Carson were sitting up um, the left of Joe up right. by uh, Gingerman Raceways so the race con- stand. The contact happened right in front of Right you. before the contact, we <laughs> right. had all the cars go by. We all got pent- pelted in the face with gravel, yeah. and uh, then we saw the accident. And for a split second, I almost had a Code Brown moment because I just saw Sammy McNulty basically the other way around, and I'm seeing her front end and everyone yeah. else going towards yeah, her. Yeah, Sally was uh, backwards and... Uh, literally in the worst possible place. Yeah, and then <laughs> after, going into turn yeah. one at the start yeah, of I, the race, I don't everybody's diving in. Like I, I watched my video of it, and I don't know what happened, uh, but I think she she got turned. She was Kristoff said she was in the grass of two wheels to avoid hit the brakes, and that's what spun her. But I'm not sure. Maybe she got assisted by somebody else in plausible. The but uh, 
Hey, I, it's Joel. I started from the back. Hey, Joel, what's up? What's, what's up, going dude? on, buddy? What's he, up? Joel wants uh, uh, dog box transmissions and street mods. You want to allow it? Good grief. I don't know. You should just put a DCT in. <laughs> As Alex shakes his head for, while he puts in a BMW DCT. <laughs> street mod's out of control. So street mod this year, 12 months ago, fast time was 134.0. Right. Or excuse me, 134.4? This year. I remember being so blown away a year ago by that. This year, three seconds almost exactly faster. Unbelievable. Progression. Yeah, thirty-one. Joe's still uh, Joel's still going the same speed. Did you really? Joel didn't. Joel, Joel didn't blow up. I I'm just trying to throw a little shade time. here. Yeah, not blowing up is a that's a huge plus too. That's great. PBs, man. I think I think personal bests is really like the, the best. best goal. Yeah. Uh, I set my personal best this weekend in did, my car. Did so. you break anything? Fantastic. GLTC, Time Attack Retirement Home. That's what we call it. Um, it's a fun retirement home, though. Yeah, it's not It's where bad. no one takes their meds. It's not bad. <laughs> it's, it's probably... It is the crazy place. Uh, what, uh, what is your, your view, Chris, from the, from the sidelines um, of how this year has gone and progressed in, uh, in all this stuff? I'm absolutely amazed working this series for two years. No one has swung a fist at each other no. um, compared to you? at Autobahn and most of the other organizations that come by and how competitive they are and they complain. Right. Um, this series, um, and there's a reason I'm also recording this video, which you'll probably find on my YouTube channel. I tried to explain to people and give it publicity on how ridiculously awesome all the drivers are. So I had like the most heated discussion I had this weekend was in, Abe was right there. Was with uh, was with Ryan Upham in GLTC, and it was completely unheated, completely unheated, like yep. super logical, uh, and it was just about a pass under yellow mm-hmm. problem, you know, um, and and part of the problem was because we had one unwor- unmanned worker station this weekend because somebody literally had to leave at five o'clock. Which I'm uh, sad you didn't. You guys didn't tell me about this because I would have literally got a front so row seat. Like, who do I know that had? Like, is there anybody here with worker experience? And I'm like, there, there is, and I can't think of who it is. And it was you. I, like, yeah, the guy the that was literally head. right next to you right. the whole time because you had the actual track radio, and I'm right. trying to listen to all the calls. Yeah, so yeah, it's uh, uh, not bad. I'm not good at uh, remembering things, but no, our our series is certainly more competitive than uh, I ever expected. And at the same time, it, almost everybody's willing to lend a hand to make sure things get done right. Time Attack and GLTC. Like Absolutely. Street GT this weekend was ridiculous, too. We're missing Kobe Shield, though. 39s across the entire board in Street GT. Was, he, was Kobe not here this weekend? Yeah, he's, he's basically on a victory lap. He won the uh, TT Nats at NCM last weekend and was like, I don't want to go two weekends did in a row. Did he win overall? He did. He is... He won overall? Uh, no. Oh, no, at class. TT Nats, okay. no. He won his class. So now um, he thinks he's a national champion. Yeah. But <laughs> but he also won a grid life championship, which arguably is uh <laughs> it's a little maybe a little bit more of a national championship too. Yeah. And uh actually he was I at the time he was the only driver to have a perfect score in right. the season championship. But Josh Halka uh took it away today. So really? he had another perfect four hundred. And we've got Alex Moss sitting yeah. here, not on the microphone Alex, yet. Alex, do you wanna scoot in and be on my microphone? Dude, but uh, yeah. Moss had three ninety nine. It's really yeah. close, which is pretty good. Why didn't I go get one of my other microphones? I don't know. I'm really bad at things. You should. 
You should be better no at things. You could be completely in the view right now. So, uh, <laughs> if you want to hand off back and forth, I'll, I'll try and ask a couple questions. How about I, sure. I, how about I hand off? Because people are, you are texting do? me like crazy. Why? I, I bring nothing to the table. <laughs> because you're the dude. But I dude. have the Arnold soundboard. <laughs> you're the dude. Yeah. So, uh, as a street mod competitor, seeing how the season championship was as close as it was, um, do you think that that caliber of competition can be replicated next year? I hope so. It was fun. I but, don't know if it can. I, it, it was a bit... I don't know. I, I hope it can. I really hope we've it can. We've had... Like we had at first, we had crazy battles in Unlimited. Remember when it was like back and forth and back and forth, uh, and then like it's like the rest of the the classes started to blend into these crazy battles. Yep. And we've had the crazy battle in Street Class. We've had the crazy battle in Street Mod. We've had the uh, crazy battle in Track Mod. We just had a crazy weekend battle in Street GT. Thirty nine one to thirty nine five, like real close. Um, track Mod's insane right now. Like, well, and last year Track Mod was faster. Like. Yeah. As a group collective, there were consistently high performers at almost every event. I almost don't know what is going to happen. Like it's hard to predict. I think the whole thing's going to fall apart. I've well, that's kind of what I think every every year. We're all gonna, <laughs> just going to get sick of it and go to GLTC. Yeah, I I, I think uh, I think everybody's sick of it. It's going to fail, and we'll I'll just do HPD again. So as more of an inexperienced time attack spectator, and I've gotten really into it over the last couple Grid Life events. I'm more really into GLTC. Is there a limit? For like stuff like street class and um, where you guys are in these kind of uh, lower end classes for time attack. Maybe this is a fun question for Alex Moss because he has some ideas as he takes a sip of his beer. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Alex, I thought you were more of a whiskey man too. I am, but I don't. I don't like to mix the whiskey side. I'm just drinking what people put it's, in my pocket yeah. at the awards. Natty so lights, so. nice. Um, I think that what we've seen, uh, our what we've done in Street Mod this year is really try, right? And I think there's an opportunity in Street Class still for somebody to be silly in that class and do the dumb stuff that we've tried to do in Street Mod. Um, and I think that it's a weight game, so you've got to look at trying to find a, a light car that can fit the biggest tires allowed and make a ton of power Yep. and have good factory aero. Let me I think guess. There's some you got a plan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have a plan, but I have an idea. <laughs> I, th- I think there's an opportunity for the new Civic Type R to, to come in and do really well. It's 3,000 pounds stock, 30, less than 3,100, more than 3,000 stock. Within boost limits, I think you could get it, a little over 400 wheel horse. And... Um, I think you can fit at least the 265A52s on it. And I bet if you tried, you could probably shave 200 pounds out Michael of it. Go real fast. Michael, real fast. And well, I think it, it would, would be probably exciting. be more reliable than a DCT swap K swap turbo S2000. <laughs> When's the DCT swap going to happen with your car? It's it's in progress. Um, it's uh, It's taken longer than we wanted it to, but we're trying to do it right. Yeah. Um, as I kind of said on the broadcast, it could have been done by Road America. Oh, you were on the broadcast today? Yeah. Ooh, fancy. I yep. haven't seen the broadcast at all. I'm going to go lay in bed and watch He's the, the FCP Don't Euro Street Modified Champion. So I, he had I like Euro. how that sounds. <laughs> I bet you do. I bet you do. Um, yeah, we could have done it. For, probably could have got it running for Road America, but Andy didn't want to send me out 
at Road America with an untested right. thing, and it was the smart move to not. Do you that. ran out of gear at Road America, like you literally were out of RPM, right? Yeah, we were. We were. Basically, at 8,000 RPM in sixth gear at Road America. And that's like 150 uh, 150, yeah. We are, I think it's 150, we hit 149.8. Okay. What, uh, what do you think you would have gotten mile an hour if you had the DCT with a little bit higher uh, our, uh, speed range? Uh, with so so the DCT basically we're at the max power limit or max torque limit that we can be at for for our drivetrain right, right now. So this would allow us to get more horsepower. Okay. Right? The big thing about the DCT is that we can, that, other than the obvious, we can now right. like go beyond that 500 wheel horsepower or 250 wheel horsepower range yep. that we were talking about. Um, so so that's the plan. The DCT kind of opens the door for us to get more in line with other people's power. Um, what speeds we will end up seeing, I don't know. But uh, hopefully we'll be in line with the other cars and not lose our cornering speed and braking and all that stuff that we have an advantage on. But we're, we're two seconds off the pace now at Gingerman, and that's kind of crazy. That's so <laughs> insane. <laughs> the development pace in Street Modified has been just out of control. The... Uh you think the faster shifting of the DCT trans too? You think that's going to contribute in an appreciable way to pace? Or what are your thoughts on that? Yes. Uh, so I know sh- some people are like, "Oh, milliseconds! It shifts in milliseconds." But like, yeah, that's faster. Well, like, it, it's going to be better gearing for us. Yeah, we will use more gears. Right. Um, it will shift faster, so that seamless power. We will not lose boost when we go between gears. Um, I think that. I mean, you, you obviously braking zones is going to be hugely I would beneficial. Imagine really th- because focused. No yeah, matter yeah. what you can do. I mean, I I've got to the point where I can heel toe pretty well and all that. But you look at brake pressure chase traces. You are always lifting off the right. brakes a little bit when you heel toe. Yeah, don't have to worry about that now. In fact, I can be able to left foot brake everywhere. Yeah, you could straight up focus, um, which is what I did in the TT today, yeah. and it was pretty easy. I really, no I, I think, I think a turbo, a turbo car like that is going to, especially a, a semi. You don't have a huge turbo, but nope. uh, it's a well sized turbo for your power potential. Yes, but I think that is going to be the biggest thing. Is that thing is just going to spool the entire straightaway. Yep, uh, you don't lose any forward momentum with the clutch down. Right. Uh, obviously, you can probably shift pretty fast. But uh, well, that, that might be I, I think another detail yeah. that's significant here is how many gear changes are you doing at the track here at Gingerman on a lap? Gingerman's eight upshifts, eight downshifts for me. So 16, 16 gear shifts, shifts which yeah. is a lot. Right. How many will you expect to do with the different trains? Uh, probably the same, but they're free. Much faster. They're yeah. essentially free. And, and each gear shift costs some time. Um, it's not the amount of time. It's not like how long did you have the clutch down because you're not stopped for that time. So you can't just add up that time. Um, but yeah, I've heard people say that like, oh, but uh, every sh- every shift takes an average of this, and so I'm going to get three seconds. No, yeah, it's not going to be that. Yeah, you didn't like stop for three right. seconds. <laughs> like you're still right. rolling so it, at 82 miles an hour. <laughs> yep. But I mean, it's it's going to add up. And and the other thing is, you can focus on the driving the car you know it's one less thing to focus on um the the tt i just put it in auto mode today and drove it in auto so i uh, i went out in the tt and i have a, a giant man crush on that car but i also rode with um with andrew mishra in uh his gt4 and that car is a manual trans but has uh the auto blip which i thought was a really cool feature and it kind of 
it blended a lot of the things that you would want out of a DCT. Not everything, right. but he was allowed to focus more on his braking and let the car handle that blip shift so that the gear changes were smooth. It was right. very cool. Interesting. Yeah. I've never been in that car, and I don't want to be in it. It's very nice. Because you want one? I want to drive my turd junk crappy car the entire <laughs> rest of my life so that I have no desires to drive anything better. I want to stay away from all you fancy boys. <laughs> so uh, now that uh, you can kind of celebrate a win, uh, are you going home tomorrow and getting, getting back to work for 2021? Um, I'm kind of at the, at the mercy of what Andy wants to do. I mean, the, the whole point of us working together is to, to help promote Andy's business, AS Motorsports, um, and what they can do. And, and we've been quite successful at that. Um, so Andy has now the problem of clearing a schedule from actual real work to do the fun projects, I think. So that's, yeah. a, I mean, that's a, a good thing. Well, the one benefit of working with Andy is that he, uh, He's a workaholic, so if he needs to do the regular work and do this, he'll probably do both. Unfortunately, yeah, the guy needs a vacation. Yeah, he'll figure. Well, I, yeah, he's like his fun stuff is going to the racetrack, but then he just works even harder. He well, does he, get to drive a little bit. I think he he said um, on one of the shows I recorded with him some years ago that the reason he started ASM was really just as a like as a means to fund the racing habit. And as his time attack program increased in development costs, he had to work more and more. And it got to the point where it was then just the full-time job. Yeah, I mean, he, he had another job. He was in IT before. And um, I think the time he was spending, like, like most of us, um, not that, that we're not passionate about the things that we do and, and what have you, but given the choice of what we're going to do on the weekend, it's not going to be going and doing what we do Monday through Friday. Um, he's, he's managed to put himself in the position through hard work and, and all those things. This isn't something that was handed to him, but he's put himself in the position where he can do the things he enjoys doing more or less, Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday and every night and every weekend. And yeah. So I think he put himself in the position where he's able to easily average the four hour sleep regimen everyone gets here at <laughs> Grid Life and totally work on the car the next morning like it's nothing. Right. Yep. Um, I find a lot of the guys here that are doing motorsports um or their own shops at least I, I find it fascinating on how much dedication people are putting into it especially when they have speak their own the shop. devil uh what is you guys uh what does asm specialize in uh well he's right here andy what what does asm specialize in keeping alex on track perfect <laughs> and is that a full-time job yeah it's a, more than a full-time job what, what else? <laughs> so what, what does ASM really specialize in? Track support. And. And. <laughs> and. I feel like I'm on the spot here. I don't know. ASM does track support. Can you properly introduce yourself as well? Sorry. I'm Andy from ASM. Yeah. Andy from ASM. Yes. So uh, <laughs> Alex was keen to make fun of us on the live feed. We have, for a long time, even though we know better, have called Andy Andy Smedgard for years. Why? There's another E in his name. You know that, right? 
There's another E? Yes. Smedegard? Smedegard. Yeah, I say that. No, you don't. I say Smedegard all the time. Smedegard. I say Smedegard. Mm. I just don't talk on the live stream very much anymore because I have to make the event happen. You're busy being track lord. Well, this event actually needed a lot of... A lot of guidance. <laughs> so. Well, there were three substantial mechanical failures this weekend. All of them. There were more than three, man. <laughs> three had, three of them were Subarus. five giant Subarus. fires. Five giant fires. Five fires. There's five. Man. Five, like, roll the trucks real fast type fires. Uh, real gnarly. Real gnarly day. So, Man. Yeah. pretty gnarly. Well, real gnarly three days. Yeah, it was pretty wild. We've really gone off the rails here. I know. I'm very tired right now. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. we should. So Andy, Andy and Pete uh, took the track mod car. I said the skeet skeet boys. Yeah, yeah skeet 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 boys. Andy and Pete <laughs> took the track mod car. And that car looking pretty good without some wings and things on it. It looks like a I drifty like boy, man. Sick. <laughs> Tight, dude. <laughs> Uh, uh, I like the car in drift with the big wing on because uh, it, it looks so unique, but it sounds fantastic. I think the true term is it looks hella clean, bro. <laughs> I think the guys over in the camping section of uh, Grid Life Midwest would agree with us. I think us. You, you guys both drove in drift, right? Yeah. Somebody stick a mic in their face. Come on, Abe, let's go. <laughs> We're yeah, bad no, at this. No, Pete. Pete did most of the drifting. Yeah, Pete today. drove a bunch. I did. Um, I think maybe what two or three runs. Did, three or four. did you guys? You yeah. guys flip during one session? Yeah, That's yeah, what we I did. Thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Got to talk into the microphone, Pete. Pete hates being on the show. We've tried this before. He's been on the show once. He did I might good. do it right this time. Oh man! So what? What's the most fun thing on track for you? Because you were like. Eh, time attack's okay. Uh, can I do HPD and drift also? Because I like well, doing those more. <laughs> Well, what, the last time we ran MS7 was Audubon, and then Andy took it out in an attempt to drift. and Right, LS blew up the diff or whatever. Oh, that too. Oh, did so, it hurt the motor too? Anyway, so we're Oh, I remember like, talking about that, yeah. So we're like, whatever. So. For, for reference for listeners, it's an E46 M3 with an LS7. Was it a dry sump? Yes. And what, a, a sequential. Samsonis sequential or something? And... Air jacks. Oh, and air jacks that <laughs> sink into the pavement in June. Uh, and it also has wild arrow that, like, TF Works and you and a bunch of other people made, right? Correct. It's a really crazy track mod car. Um, is that a full cage car? Yes. That's what I thought, yeah. So, at any rate, Audubon, it went down. I wasn't too concerned about getting another motor back in there. And I happened to have a white E46 M3 that was set up for drift. So, if I can't get on road course grip... And I have a drift car. What would you do? Drift. Yes, all the time. So um, between then and now, I think Andy and I have done probably a dozen drift events, whether it be speedways, cart tracks, or road courses. Our tire budget has went through the roof. <laughs> I have, my my tire disposal fees have went way up. If any tire manufacturers want to sponsor these two uh, yeah. drift nuts, please Reich, contact Reichen them. Riken Raptors, I think, work pretty well. Riken Raptors. Riken Raptors. Uh, mucho Machos. <laughs> so basically, the dumber the name sounds, that's kind of more in line with what we're after. Yeah, are you guys, have you guys ever tried the Cheng Shin? Because I've no. seen a few of those. Cheng Shin? Well, I'm going to look Yeah, it like up. it's a giant tire manufacturer. I huh. saw a couple on drift cars. But... Uh, <laughs> Mucho Machos, is that a real thing? Yeah, no, it is. And no way. It is. Cosmos Mucho Machos. Yes, Mucho Cosmos Machos. Cosmos Mucho Machos. Yep. That's a 
That's kind of a badass name. For <laughs> <a tire. laughs> they work pretty well. The Mucho Machos. What kind of tires right. you guys run on? Falcon RT660s. What about you? Mucho machos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it yeah presents well if you talk. So, about Andy, it. you've you've got a ton of experience with ice racing, and now more recently in drift. How do those two uh, uh, traction conditions compare? Uh, very similar. Uh, so, the ice racing, with, especially with studs, has a very drift style type of driving. So, I, I kind of found it a little more natural to jump into drift and to, to do the drifting part. But there's still a lot of things I'm learning with drift, like the line and transitions and. It, yeah. it it turns out there's a lot more to it than one thinks. Doing ice racing in a studded car, I drove the just the the Miata that was it uh, Eric Krusty, and Megan Krusty, 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, rest, on studs. rest in peace, dude. <laughs> it's it makes you feel like Chris Forsberg. Yeah, like it's the greatest thing, man. Yeah. It, a lot, the, lots of grip and and it it definitely but it um, transitions so well. Like yeah, how it, how is that compared? Like the actual like transition of the car and stuff like that versus well, the studs. Studs, I at least the studs I drive on my S two had way more grip than drifting does. So. I don't know. It, it's it's the same st- style of driving, but um, the studs is a little more controllable because you have more grip. So, and, and in drifting, as much as it doesn't seem like it, you still need grip because you're still I don't know. You're doing the same thing. You're you're basically driving like grip driving, but just sideways. like literally the forward grip is what keeps you from spinning out and from crashing. Like you need the forward momentum grip of that or the forward pull grip of that tire. Like yeah, the car yeah. car's got to be set up right for that. Right, it it is. It's drifting's a lot, a lot more to it than one thinks. Oh, crazy! Yeah. I think uh, what I saw today is the 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 thing that I notice about pro drift versus some of the more amateur right. drift event drivers. Um, really, like entry speed into turn one is probably the biggest difference that I see. Between and I think those like literally the day. carrying speed through the big sweepers too. Yeah, uh, the three Falcon cars or four Falcon cars. I mean, we're talking probably what a twenty mile an hour differential versus like club yeah. pro, club cro, club like hangout drift guys. Pete, Pete and I are pretty new to the drifting. We don't exactly know what we're doing yet, but we we were lucky enough to have uh, Dave from TF who does all. He's, he's an avid drifter. He, he well, he's also a lot of yeah. He's literally set up a lot of pro yeah, cars right. too. So he was yeah. he was over coaching and yelling at us like, "No, you can't. It's not all about just tire smoke and whatever." He's yelling at us. Well, I think at Grid Life it might be a little are. bit about tire smoke. It well yeah. Not really. From a spectator standpoint, that's what they think they want to see. But it's, I think there's, I don't know. Here. Example. I got yelled at from Dave. Not yelled at. I got yelled at from Dave. Not, maybe more reprimanded. I went through turn one and turn two. And somehow I was offline, as Dave said, and I was going into disaster mode. But somehow I saved it and made a line. And apparently people were clapping. And Dave was like, what the hell? That was horrible. <laughs> you were not online. The judges wouldn't have liked that. The judges? Well, I don't know. Because then I've heard the opposite where, like, good drifters, like, if it, you want to make it look like you're going to crash, bail, and something bad happen, and then save it at the last second. You, you were quite excited the other day. You sent our group chat a picture of a crash that you had on the drift track. And that was a good thing, right? It was not a crash. It was a wall tap. <laughs> <laughs> the car hit the wall. <laughs> no, and that was tapped. a good tapped thing. Tapped it. And Andy, after you won King of the Mountain in Super K, you were doing your victory donuts, and you admitted, fully admitted, you were trying to crash Super K into the wall. Just wall tap it. Crash it. No, tap. <laughs> tap. There's a big difference between a tap and a crash. 
in drifting, a tap is completely okay. Yeah. A full crash. Yeah. See, the tap, no, tap equals more zip ties, uh, which well, equals yeah. more style points. So, so DLTC, uh, bumper tats allowed. Oh, no, they're not, not, not cool. Yeah, Andy, stop tats. touching people in GLTC, by the way. Well, who did I touch? Uh, I don't think you touched anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but you have. I have touched people in GLTC. Uh, so this is actually, I don't think we've talked to you about this in the show, but this is your first season of GLTC. You started at Audubon. Yes. Uh, how's it going? Good. Yeah, do you yeah. like it? Dude, I'm having a blast. Yeah. yeah, I wish I could drive more. You you look like you have more fun than me. But, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> how has the car held up? You 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 lost the motor at the first. Yeah, the, the here, very first Gingerman, just dumb issues. Um, but since the, then, the most impressive thing about that was I think by like ten o'clock at night or eleven o'clock at night the next day. No, the same like day. you got home. No, I got at nine or something. Yeah, I left that. I think it was Sunday. I left Sunday. Um, I don't know what time, but I just wanted to get a new engine in that car. And, and get you it drove the again. car home by like midnight yes. or something. Yeah. It's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> it's a K-Swap, K-24 it's, Swap S2000. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've done a lot of K-Swaps, so it was pretty easy to, to get a new engine in the car. But no, since then, it's been really good. The car's been great. I don't think we've had any issues. I don't think. No, I don't think so. It's been just turning laps. So out of curiosity, is this your first wheel-to-wheel racing experience in your, I, your career of cars? Uh, I used to do a f- uh, some chump car endurance racing stuff, um, which, which honestly, I, th- I don't think that's even close to like GLTC. Like GLTC sprint race stuff is intense. Endurance race is like, it's like a lapping day with some, you know, I don't know, with kind of open passing, but everyone kind of, I don't know. Being your first season, um, how are you liking it so far? I, I I know what the answer is probably going to be, yeah. but like if you can put it in some form of perspective, because every time I'm sitting in pit lane and I see new drivers that come in from these new events, yep. I always like to ask this question. Yeah, so I, I've been asked a lot asked a lot about what would I, what do I like more, GLTC or Time Attack and whatever. And honestly, I, I like both just as much. It's just the cost factor. Yeah, you've, you you have an un, literally unlimited Time Attack Evo, yes. and even in um, like the str- street mod class level. I mean, it's it's the same thing. These cars, those cars are so strung out that you're only getting a few laps. Right, uh, two, three, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So you did everything except DE this weekend. Uh, pretty much. I mean, the GLTC practice was kind of like DE. you're never going to be allowed in beginner ever. Why? You'll never go back to beginner. <laughs> so you don't even think about trying to run everything. <laughs> Ed would kill me. Yeah. Yeah. No. I do DE as long as there's open passing. Well, I hate point yeah. by passing. Andy is actually a real bully uh, during <laughs> the DE. <laughs> he is an absolute yeah. bully. I I just can't. And do he's it. the nicest person. I in can't real wait life. for a point on by. track, man. He is the worst. Got to obey the rules, man. Got to obey the rules. Well, that's why I do GLTC race. Andy's favorite hobby is when we're testing Super K or something and trying to pass it with trainer, and <laughs> and generally is successful. Like like getting trainer out of a corner at Brainerd or something and pulling up alongside me and like. Looking at me like, what are you doing? Come on, you got three times the horsepower of me. What are you doing? <laughs> or going to a PCA event and playing with Porsches. That's the best. I, I remember uh, I was hanging out with you guys at IMS last summer. Indian and, Motor Speedway. Yeah. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah. And we were at a PCA event, and you're out there kind of like crushing on everybody. <laughs> and uh, you roll in in this ratty trainer. <laughs> And it's like, not hey, that hey, right. hey, like, people, come on. people come over and they're like, what have you done to that car? And he's, he's like, I don't know. It's a K24. It's like, 
Makes it's like 200 horsepower. You guys are just like not very good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I had the best time at an SCCA track night in America here. Like the best time. We were testing a uh, data system, making a video with like the new Garmin thing, and me and Tomo. And literally, like, I was in advanced group, right? Uh, and there was like ZL1s and like Porsches and all this stuff. And I'm like, I got to get in front of all these guys because, man, I can't get a clean lap. Like, so I, 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 I went to grid super early and never got passed. And a bunch of people came up and they're like, what's up with this? This thing got 400 horses. I was like, 162. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. It's so fun. Uh, I forgot great. how much fun DEs were. Dude, DEs are fun. When you <laughs> get with the right cars and you can so beat up fun, on a bunch man. of Porsche dudes. Yeah, yeah. man. Chasing, uh, <laughs> chasing, chasing SSs yes. and... Uh, one LEs and the car uh, you put together for Brandon Renbeck is running in street class, but I think that might be the perfect DE car. Yeah, no, that that car is it is perfect. I mean, it'll do half hour session. That, that could probably do full endurance races. So that's a an S fifty four swapped E thirty six M three, and it is just great. It is the same S fifty four that came out of Pete's E forty six that we what double drove for like two years. At DEs, we would do back-to-back sessions, half-hour sessions with that car. That thing probably had thousand hour track hours on Just it. Just beat it down. Yeah, and it's still going. <laughs> that's impressive. That's very impressive. Yeah. Like, Those, the S fifty fours are. If very you stay up on maintenance, works. that is a really yeah. solid engine. You should yes. buy parts from FCP Euro because those parts are guaranteed for yeah, life. FC, FCP will. Euro, a great in fact, partner. We have. I get emails all the time of these guys buying FCP. We have a wholesale account. Oh, we have a wholesale account. Yeah, FCP's <laughs> rad. They've actually been a. Sponsor of Slip Angle also. Oh. So, um, Probably well, against their better judgment. I think we basically made a show. I want to do another quick show with Scott and Becky, too. I think that's a good idea, too. Do you, you want to start over? Yeah. ASM, where do you find ASM and all your shenanigans? Oh, uh, well, hold on. I want to interject one second. Yeah. So we're going to go to go, excuse me, we're going to go to NOLA Motorsports Park next month. And yeah. it is going to be a very drift-heavy event. Oh, yeah. Where are in? you guys going to be there? I'm pretty sure we put our application in. I we saw it. Do, um, we call thing. it the Pete and Andy show, where we go to, like, autocrosses and DEs and time attacks and turn it into drift events. Yeah. So we have this uh, this new competition. It's, uh, it's the Gridlife's first drift competition. Double drift. Double drift. Basically, it's a... It's a uh, instead, of, instead of two cars going tandem going against each other, it's two cars going tandem uh, or performing a routine of sorts on a cart track it's like synchronized drifting like hey put on the best show who did the best job so that's i think it's gonna be super fun but yeah we're gonna give it a try what are, what are you gonna what are you gonna drive you have a 350z i've got a 350z that's set up for drift and then pete's got a, a e46 m3 with just an s54 yeah, um, and a handbrake and stuff. and then like we that. also have uh ms7 i think is kind of a half time attack half drift car right and then we also have an s14 that we're doing a turbo k really so i didn't know that yeah. Maybe yeah. wait. I think that's supposed to be a secret. All those spooly boys. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Boosty boys. Well, that'll be boys. fun. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. So yeah. hopefully, we get a lot of good entries for that. Any uh, any local NOLA drift listeners, go to grid.life and sign up for that. So <laughs> come beat Andy and Pete. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, think it'll be too hard. We're pretty new. I I mean, you might do okay. Actually, like it might We're be. Ah, uh, no, it's more judged. You know. Who's judging? Uh, we've got a few pros and Maximum Driftcast and I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Come on, Alex let, Moss. Let Alex you know, judge. Who knows? I'm sure he'll be totally unbiased. I will be. 
You'll just make sure they lose. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Is that a question? We're, so we're releasing this as a slip angle and also Chris's podcast. So Chris, what do you want to ask as the final question? Are you guys having we're fun yet? Spot, yeah. Spot, <laughs> Are you guys having fun? No, we're, we're definitely having fun. Yeah. <laughs> and if I could tell anyone that's listening to the Slip Angle podcast or the Drivers at Large podcast, this is also being putting on my, my YouTube channel. If you guys have not been to a Grid Life event and met the Grid Life fam, you really should. Because yeah. you guys are literally a bunch of, uh, well, I'm getting junior plug, uh, fun havers. <laughs> it's always a good time even for people like myself who just literally sit in pit lane all day and just grow yeah. up cars. <laughs> It's you guys got a seat in the house, man. Think uh, I'm not. Well, no. I using, working a corner as the corner. It gets really intense. But <laughs> this is for the good life staff, um, or for the good life stuff that I've done. I'm probably the best seat in the house. Just talking to all you guys, uh, going out on track, uh, especially the GLTC guys. Um, I have to say, this has probably been the last yeah. best two years of my life going out to these events. Yeah, I it's, don't even really drive a car, but watching everyone really battle it out, especially. Uh, Justin Kelly and Timothy Kel- or <laughs> Tiffany Kelly, yeah. his last uh, GLTC race uh, here at Midwest. It was literally a moment where me and uh, Carson, uh, our, our pit lane uh, manager, supervisor in pit lane today, were literally screaming on the sidelines, <laughs> just cheering. That, was so cool. that last the last race. Wow. Oh man, that last race was. I screwed up that last race, the start it was, of it. It was but a pretty was gnarly race, though. And yeah. everybody was pretty overall super clean, too. It was a very, yeah. very well-driven race. So no. It's uh, fun. It's, it's really cool to have. We didn't have a lot of great pavement this weekend. I mean, we had a lot of wet. Yeah, it's uh, fine. But, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. part, that's honestly part of one of the cool things with GLTC, with, with, with racing, right? right? right. When right. you're actually racing versus yeah. time attack. Time attack, it's always got to be about the right conditions and right. everything. Be racing is just like whatever. It doesn't matter. Everyone's on the same first? conditions. Right. Yeah. Who gets there? Everybody's in the same track. Did you make any... Did you make any calls for racing setup that you wish you could have changed? Yeah. <laughs> so I sent, um, I split this weekend with Ron, and I sent him out the first race on dry tires, which ended up starting to rain, which this track is really bad. How did he do, by the way? Um, the first race, I, I, I can't remember. I think he qualified like 25th or something like that. And I think he held that position okay. for the most part. I mean, back and forth a little bit, but I think he finished around mid-pack. Well, what did he think about the whole? He had, he had a lot of fun. It yeah. was intense. Um, but it probably, I regret not throwing him out on, on rain tires. Um, but then his, uh, he raced the first race today and that one was dry and that one, he had a lot more fun. Um, yeah, I think he's, uh, he's looking for a GLTC car. For he next also year. did top 10 shootout too, right? He did. Yeah. Yep. Yep, and he qualified seventh, I think, there. And right. I think he ended up – he traded a few positions back and forth throughout the race, and I think he ended up finishing about Good. P7. So, yeah, I didn't hear anything bad from Scott about him. So. No, no. So yeah, Scott said he's he's cleared. He's Good. ready for next he year. He passed, huh? Yeah. Man, we got a GLTC <laughs> license there for Ryan yeah. Solomon. So. Time attack retirement home. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I, I foresee a few more GLTC cars coming from ASM next year. Cool. I love oh, yeah? <laughs> Are you going to battle the winning formula and just how many cars you can prep for the Oh, GLTC? for sure. Yeah. What, what do they got? Like three? Four? Five? Okay. Maybe we got some work to do. <laughs> Seven cars? Jesus. Well, what is it? It's uh, Aaron, Emil, Perez, Perez. Scott Bowling. Jeez. Okay. Uh, yeah. Brandon Puck. Oh, dang. All right. Uh, we'll, we'll give him a run Rob Manicherry. Uh... Jake Price did a bunch of stuff. I think consulting more with them. Yeah. Hmm. It's either six or seven right now. Wow. It's a lot. 
Yeah. Well, it's a freaking lot of GLT. Like, I think, I think they got, I think I'm maybe, maybe I'm responsible for that company existing now. I don't <laughs> <even know>. <laughs> <laughs> Just add it to your list. Yeah. Uh, alongside Cameo. Yeah. Very, <laughs> yeah. Sort of responsible for helping Cameo to be a company too. So, all right. Well, uh, we're into this thing for 40 minutes. We did a show. That's like a real show. Yeah. I want to talk to Scott and Becky about giving away their cool trophy and, uh, we'll, uh, We'll do a quick show with them. So, All right. Um, Thanks, buddies. From Grid Life Midwest on Saturday night. Uh, check out, uh, what's your website, Andy? ShopASMotorsports.com. Andy, Andy's too busy. ShopASMotorsports.com. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, we appreciate you guys coming out. Thank you so much for the support, too. So. Thank you. Awesome. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at Grid Life to say hello. Hello.